Hey guys, Zach and Trav here coming from the shed. Uh, we are uh, on another episode of Our Drunken History. And uh, it's storming out, so you may hear a little bit of thunder in the background. So we apologize for any uh, noises, but can't, uh, can't fuck with Mother Nature. Yeah, well, we really need the rain, so I'm not yeah. going to complain much. It's been dry. Um, this week uh, is the start of your football season. Most of you are probably wrapping up your drafts for your fantasy teams. Uh, I'm in four leagues. I don't know how many you're in, Trav. But right, about, I'm only in two right now. So we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things. Take a second fantasy football team. It'll be fun. No, it's yeah. a fucking headache. Uh, guys, please like and subscribe, share, uh, make comments. We uh, yeah, appreciate uh, it. Yeah, if you if you watching this video on YouTube, uh, be sure and smash that subscribe button. That way, uh, it helps the algorithm out and let us uh, know. Leave us a comment and with any kind of suggestions, or if you like it, be sure and let us know. And then you can find us on our uh, Facebook, on Twitter, and on TikTok. So be sure and check out our social medias. And then we're always on all the major podcast players. If you want to listen to audio, maybe on your drive to work. That's what I do. And we appreciate it. Um, as, as we said, we're getting into fantasy football season. Uh, have you done all your drafts? Not yet. I've, I've set up some of my, uh, my preferred picks and stuff. I haven't finished it all yet, though. So Trav and I are in a league together with work. Uh, that one has drafted. I feel like I'm weak at receiver, but I'm super strong at running back. Yeah. And I got Josh Allen, I can't bitch. You know, I haven't even looked at it. No. No, that's... Yeah. That's how slack I, slack I am. Yeah, on this is uh, trying to. <laughs> this, this podcast is for people like Trav. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, because well, so yeah, the, I'm gonna blame it on the podcast because I'm, I'm always doing research <laughs> or editing or. <laughs> full, full disclosure, Travis does 99.7 percent of the work for these podcasts. I just own the shed. <laughs> oh, uh, but no, he de uh, Zach's definitely got the 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 color commentary down pat. He's. But yeah, yeah. So the editing and the and the that's video, all, the research. That's all Travis. I have no idea how it works. It's fun. I enjoy it though. Yeah, I've learned. He's a lot. learning a lot, which is cool. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys like some of the uh, some of the latest video edits we've done on our intros. Absolutely, I love them. I love <laughs> if you guys like watching Trav crash into the uh, beer pong table, man. That oh. that was. Uh... Yeah, that that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but if, hey, if you have any suggestions for other intros you want us to try, let us know. Yeah, he'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> God bought me a beer first. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have a, a a couple of the the uh, leagues I'm in are pay leagues, so I'm I'm one of them is a a thousand dollar payout. A thousand dollar payout. And, wow. Uh, the, and the, another one is a should be a. I, don't know, I think they just upped it. I think it's $800 payout now. I've done a few of those, uh, like DraftKings, where it's like the uh, the weekly, where you mm. get a new team each week and stuff. Yeah, I never won too. anything with them, but I won some last year. But I mean, it was like minuscule, yeah. fuck off amounts. When I lived in Vegas, I used to go to the casino and and gamble at the sports book all the time at the Mandalay. I I didn't have any friends, so uh, I didn't know anybody in Vegas. Yeah, and so I went down and I would bet on football. And I actually, for the first six months in Vegas, I paid my rent with with 
Mandalay Bay paid my rent. <laughs> that, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, it was great. It, yeah. yeah, it was it was great, and it gave me something to do. Heck yeah! I mean, you go down there, watch all the games, have, drink some drinks. Yeah, it was football. it was nice, man. It was it was a good time. Um, making enough money to pay your rent—that's freaking awesome. Do you know where? Uh, we're, like we said, we're doing fantasy. Do you know where fantasy football started, Travis? Not until I did the research, and I didn't even know how old fantasy football is. Fantasy football is as old as the hills. It didn't gain popularity until probably about 2000-ish is kind of when it went mainstream. It looks like... I know, uh, I did my very first league in, uh, God, oh, oh, 02 or oh, 03 was in my very first fantasy football yeah. league. It was a totally foreign concept to me. Yeah. Uh... It didn't take too long to get like the hang of it, but uh, yeah, it seems like fantasy football really took off when really the internet got to be popular, and because then the stats were readily available. Because a lot of times you had to wait until the newspaper came out on Monday or Tuesday yeah. to get the stats for the prior week's games. So, so when did when did when did fantasy football actually well start? Uh, fantasy football shockingly started in 1962, which I blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I, I did not, like, no chance in hell is it that old, but it is. And uh, it actually was started by the then owner of the Oakland Raiders, uh, Bill Winkenbach. Uh, oh, he was, a, I don't know if he was like, he wasn't like the, he was a, a business partner owner, I guess. Yeah. Like, like a minority owner, not, he wasn't like Al Davis. It was him but, uh, and uh, the general manager and, and some other guys. And it started in a, in a hotel room in New York, and it was <laughs> actually called the Greater Oakland Professional Pigskin, Pigskin Prognosticators League, the Go PPPL. That's a mouthful. I mean, <laughs> but you know what? Some of the leagues I'm in, like that's some of the dumb shit names they come up with. No offense, my fellow uh, fantasy football-ites. You guys got some dumb names for yeah. you. Um, but anyway, yeah, they uh, a bunch of higher-end football guys got together and did a draft in a fucking New York City hotel room. That, that's, that's crazy. And, and really, it was just that league of those guys that did it for a few years then after that, wouldn't it? And, then and it was. And they, uh, they brought it to uh, an Oakland sports bar called the King's X, where the very first public fantasy football league yeah. was, was founded. In 1969. So for those first seven years, it was just this group of it was of, this group of homies. Yeah. That just kept it like a private, like a fucking men's club. They didn't share this great idea until 1969, and they, they hit it in one bar, and it was like this shit just took off and went bananas. Yeah. So people would come to the bar. They said for trivia night at the bar, and they would find out about the. Uh, the fantasy football league and then they would take it back to their hometown bars yeah and it spread totally by word of mouth it was organic yeah uh just what a, a people thought this was a great game yeah in uh, in 1980 a group of of six students at case western university in cleveland founded the indoor football league which is which was a fantasy football league uh and it is the oldest continuously operating fantasy football league that's still going today from 1980 until yeah. now, a 42-year-old fantasy football league. Yeah, there's still, I guess, a couple of those guys that started that league that are still active participants. Yeah, some hardcore football fans, <laughs> That's man. nuts. 
you know, like the one league I'm in, we have the, a trophy and and the names are etched on it. It's like the Lord Stanley's Cup. You would have to add a ring for those ones that those guys have. Man. Oh yeah, they'd have to keep. It'd be. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Yeah. And a fun fact: their league, their trophy, is still till this day, forty-two years later, engraved by the same company that has been doing it all these years. It's the the yeah, like that's some loyalty, guys. That is that it's is imp- pretty impressive. Being able to to stick together with with something like that for that long. Uh, in 1983, the Fantasy Football made it back to the East Coast. And I say back to because it was started in New York, but it was private. But publicly, it made it back to the East Coast uh, by eight high school students yeah, in Atlanta. At a, at a, in Atlanta's not even coastal, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, they would uh, they would call the the sportscaster. On the t- for the local TV station to get the stats because they didn't want to wait till the newspaper came. Yeah, <laughs> incredible dedication, inventive. Yeah, they were. I, I love it. I love everything <laughs> about this. Yeah, so it, it's and it's and it's all like you're saying. It's all it all grew kind of organically. People just liked the idea and they started making their own leagues and making their own rules and and it, it just grew. Yeah, and everybody. And, and, almost, and I mean, now you have PPR, half PPR, no PPR. Oh yeah, all, the all these different rules that it's like the beer pong thing where there's house rules. Yeah, every league has its own rules, and and that's one thing too. Now, if we're jumping ahead a little bit with uh, like Yahoo, they do the online fantasy football. You can go in there and create a fantasy football league of your own. You can go in and adjust and edit your rules, yeah. edit the rules, and edit the points and all that. You can kind of mm-hmm. tailor it to what to what you and your friends want. Yeah, which is which is amazing, right? Yeah. Um, Grandstand Sports Services launched the first nationally available fantasy football league through Q-Link, uh, which was the the precursor to AOL. Yeah. Um, I remember getting those AOL CDs in the in the mail like <laughs> once a week. You get those in the mail? <laughs> it was like a Columbia house. You couldn't get rid of the goddamn thing. Yeah. It was just incredible. <laughs> the first newspaper fantasy football league was called the Pigskin Playoff. Um, it was a weekly game launched in 1990, and uh, it was nationwide. Uh, to a point, there was uh, several key cities, major major markets that this was a part of. It wasn't like you could do it in like the Cheyenne, Wyoming Tribune or the Billings Gazette or anything. But yeah, it was all all the mag or the newspapers that it was featured in was all NFL uh, NFL cities. So I mean, you had yeah. In Arizona, Detroit, Los Angeles Times, Miami. Yeah. Those are all NFL cities, so it was kind of centered around their markets at the time. And the uh, the highest scoring participant each week got a trip to Hawaii that's, as, that's as, a, a, as a prize. That's a pretty damn like, good prize. If you win a week now, you're not getting that. You're just getting bragging rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, on some of the, the paid sites where you actually win money, you might only win 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, in 97, CBS did the very first online fantasy football competition, which is, uh, for me, was kind of su- of a surprise, just yeah. because ESPN is kind of uh, the big one for fantasy football, I think. Yeah. The, uh, NFL.com has their own, Yahoo has one, I mean, they're, they're big ones. CBS, man... They were ahead of the game on it because they were, yeah. Because the NFL didn't launch, NFL Network did not launch their online fantasy football until 2010. 
Yeah, that's that's crazy. I, mean, I would have thought they would have done that way before that. It's it seems like something you would want to get in on the ground floor with. Yeah. I mean, this was this was the and it still is. Like I would say fantasy football has made more football fans than football made. Really because it's and it, because that's the thing too there were some people that were against it because they thought it might detract from team loyalty. And instead, now it's more player loyalty focused. Which I don't necessarily disagree with. But then at the same time, though, now you have people that are watching games that normally wouldn't. Yeah. And then so you're... you're in the, and really, to think of that, the, the boom for business, though, of places like Buffalo Wild Wings, like they do the fantasy draft parties. I was, yeah, I was going to ask, where, where is your favorite place to do a draft? Well, uh, really the places I've done them, like at, at a restaurant before, like B-Dubs. But really, I mean, just it's fun just doing it, finding somebody's house, doing it at the house, having uh, almost like a Super Bowl party. Yeah. But a draft party like that. We, we did one here at my house one year. Uh, one of the guys in my league, we did it in his, he's got a, a garage man cave. Yeah. And we did it out there several times. We did it at Buffalo Wild Wings last year. Um, this year, I think just with the hectic schedules, we're going to we're gonna move it to an online, which I, I don't. Yeah. I don't care for the online. I mean, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to bitch about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do it, but I'm going to complain the whole time. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is, guys. you gotta, you got to make sacrifices to be in your leagues. Oh, yeah. Um, there are over 60 million people nationwide that play fantasy football. That's crazy. I mean, I wonder, that, like you are talking about, I wonder how many people... If, if fantasy football didn't exist, if there would there be 60 million fans that would just watch football on the weekends on a regular basis? I, I got to say no. Yeah. I mean, I, I just – because whether you play fantasy football or not, if you're a football fan, you're probably going to watch. But there's so many people who just don't care about sports in general yeah. that are, you know – intrigued by it that yeah. just that just thrive on the competition maybe they're not on the field playing but it's just it's something that they can they get off on on competing against you know a buddy yeah. or your significant you, other you have or those, whatever uh, you those know? office rivalries and stuff yeah. like that hell yeah man um it's it's uh it's pretty cool the 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 one thing that i thought was funny and this happened not too long ago uh, with the the baseball players, with oh yeah, so Mike Trout, who is you know, just a, a world class baseball player athlete, he he runs a league. Do you do you remember hearing about? I this? heard about this, and then I, the yeah, the, the Tommy Pham, Jock Peterson, yeah, incident. <laughs> yeah, so uh, and it was kind of funny because it happened right after Will Smith <laughs> slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, but pregame. Uh, when when Tommy Pham was playing with Cincinnati, this is a pre-trade deadline when we went to Boston. Uh, they, <laughs> Jock Peterson was in town in Cincinnati. They were they were getting ready for a pregame, and uh, this is when Jock was still with the the Giants uh, before he got traded. Anyway, he got the shit slapped out of him. <laughs> and, and what was that over though? I mean, it was like it was just a, a it was over a fantasy football argument. <laughs> And he said, it was just the principle of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, like, man. that's some hardcore shit. Yeah. I, I've, uh, I've had some verbal altercations over fantasy football moves. Yeah. I've never felt like slapping, <laughs> but especially not at a pre-game of a baseball game in the fucking outfield. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, 
Anyway, as, as we said, there are several league types. Uh, most common is head-to-head, -head, yeah. which is the one I prefer. But there are also the ones that are, uh, what are they called, a rotisserie or whatever, where it's, it's all against all and it's uh, total points. Yeah, the total points every week. Is yeah, uh, I've, I've never done one. It doesn't sound as fun to me. Yeah. I like head-to-head because -head you can shit talk one person try and yeah i prefer that that model as well and then and, uh, and then you have like the weekly leagues and stuff too that you can get in now as well yeah um the way we run it i like a keeper player league um a lot of people like to just start with a clean slate every year which is which is fine if that's your thing no 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 hatred but uh i like a keeper league so doing this research, there was a couple league rules that I saw that I, I thought was actually pretty interesting that was, uh, I'd never heard of them before. The Pirate League, where the, each week you win, you get to, to steal to poach, a player. From, to poach a player, yeah. From your opponent that you just beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, that kind of raises the stakes. Fucking you, twice. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, the Guillotine League, I'd never heard of that. That's where you axe the lowest guy? Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, each week, the, the lowest... So, but you'd have to have a big ass group of yeah. friends, and then if you're the poor guy who's low man on the pole first week, like yeah, then you just, yeah, your so season each, sucks. Yeah, each week the the lose the lowest ranking loser gets cut from the league. Yeah, I, I don't. It's interesting, but I mean, you you would have to be in multiple leagues for that to be fun. Yeah, just because other if that's your one sole league and you lose. I could see that doing that as like a uh, buy-in league for money if you're going to like get a group of say coworkers yeah. together and then that way it just whittles it down to the to the final person to the to the seeds and stems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the 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 one league that I'm in it's it's the one that I've been in for the longest right now. Uh, we get two keepers. Okay. Right. Yeah. But the way that we do it, which I think is cool, and it's the way it's where I got the idea for our, because we also do fantasy baseball. Uh, but the way that we do it is, you can keep a player up to three years, but then you have to throw him back into the pool, so you don't get to you know run somebody forever. Uh, but you lose the draft pick uh, two rounds ahead of where you drafted him this year. So say you get a guy in the eighth round that you want to keep next year, well next year you lose a sixth rounder. If you want to keep him the following year, the next year you lose a fourth rounder. The next year you lose a second rounder, and then you have to cut him and, and throw him back into the uh, the fish tank for everybody to get, to get at. Which I think is a great way to run it. It keeps it more interesting. Yeah. You still have the, the uh, you, you get to build a little bit of loyalty to a guy. You still yeah. take a bit of a handicap on keeping him. But then at the end of three years, you somebody else gets a shot. Well, the thing with this way, though, too, like you think of a uh, in the NFL, you know, I think they say the average career is only like three to four years anyway. Yeah, most guys don't have it. I mean, it's yeah obviously position dependent. Like yeah. running, running backs have a shorter career than Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think is like turning 92 this year. Yeah. Uh, Remember that the, there were several years ago they had the Brett Favre commercial came out. I think Bud Light it was a Bud Light commercial, where it was back when he was debating when he what, was retiring. Yeah, and yeah. it was he's what is it like to win the Super Bowl at fifty? And he had like white hair and he's like <laughs> they had the old man makeup and stuff on. And he's like I'm feeling pretty good about it. You know yeah. that's, that's Brady now. He's gonna play until yeah, he's fifty. Is, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what though? Well, the guy can still do it. Yeah. So good, you know, good on him. I I know that Brady's a polarizing figure in in football. 
Uh, I did not like Brady for a very long time. Yeah. But now I'm coming around. You know, he's he's. I thought he was a system quarterback. I, I would have said that it yeah. was the Bill Belichick system. I gotta say, Brady went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl, and Bill Belichick ain't done shit with the Patriots. No offense, Mac Jones. Yeah, that, that's crazy because, and, and really, I think that had a lot probably to do with uh, Bruce Arians uh, with that whole fallout with that. Because yeah, I think him and Brady butted heads a lot. I do too, and I just think it was it was not publicized, which is the right way to do things. Yeah, keep, you know, keep it keep it uh, behind closed doors. Um, but anyway. Uh, I've never been in a dynasty league, but it's something that intrigues me. Um, I would like to do a dynasty league. Oh, okay. Do you, do you know, what I, is that where you, you keep all your players every yeah, year? Yeah, you keep all your players are keepers, and you do a rookie draft. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you want to add you players, do, yeah, you yeah you you do rookie drafts and and add and then cut other guys. I think that sounds like a really good time. That's more like a real life GM to me. Yeah. That would be kind of neat to, to try that and see how yeah, it goes. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. It'd just be, uh, I'm already in too many fucking leagues. That, uh, <laughs> Time to cut a league. <laughs> man, I did. This year, I, I cut two out. Let's see, I mean, I... Last year, I was in like six fucking leagues. And the problem with six leagues is that you're rooting for guys in uh, that are on your team in this league, but then you're rooting against them because they're, they're going against you in this other league. Yeah. And then... Well, says sometimes you got so many teams that like you can't remember which team or which league you have this guy versus this guy. So it just it's you pulling your fucking hair out. Yeah, that's why I'll be thinking because it'd be too much to manage at that point because you're trying to figure out who the heck. Well, and the thing is, is I have T-Mobile and I like they're terrible. They have the shittiest reception. <laughs> so like, I lose fucking reception on my phone all the time, and like. So you're saying you don't want T-Mobile to sponsor the podcast? <laughs> I do not want T-Mobile to sponsor the podcast. No. no, keep your T-Mobile Tuesdays and build a fucking tower by my house. Well, so speaking of T-Mobile, though, have you have you seen the the more nerd news? This is more up my alley. That uh, they're they're uh, they're partnering with SpaceX and they're going to have the where T-Mobile's coming out with phones that are going to direct connect to satellites. So there's no Dead spot. That's gonna be cheap. Yeah, they need that shit. They got dead spots all over, dude. I can't get reception in this chair, or I, I can in this chair. I can't over in that on that side of the shed. <laughs> I can't get reception by my fucking tree over here, but I can in my garage. I can't get it in my bathroom, but I can in my bedroom. <laughs> I got the four G fuck or whatever it is, the five G fucking uh, yeah, uh, the Wi Fi. Uh, thing, tether, yeah. thing, whatever the hell. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But uh, what a crock of shit. <laughs> uh, Maybe, you know, you hear about some of those people that uh, they have like extra iron in their in their body that they block signals and stuff. Yeah, maybe that's Maybe you're a freaking antenna and you're blocking your signal. It could be. It could be. I, I, I talked to T-Mobile for three fucking hours last week. Oh, man. I did. I was on the phone the whole time. And uh, I'm not going to say that I was a dick. <laughs> But I got impatient yeah. with the, the nice lady who tried to help. And uh, she she failed. She did not help. My reception still sucks. Oh. But anyway, that's a, that's a story for another time, guys. Um, yeah. The draft is my favorite part of any fantasy sport. I, I, like, I like the season. I like the playoffs. I fucking live for the draft. 
it's funny though, because too, like you with a lot of things that you get in those leagues too, where the draft is awesome. It's it's a fun time. First couple of weeks go really well, and then you have some of these team managers that yeah, just, Peter, people peter out. Yeah, and they, they do. Like, they just, you see the participation rate slowly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the, 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 the fantasy football attrition rate. Yeah. Uh, I know because I'm the commissioner of our baseball league, so teams that are non-participants, I call. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, I, I will reassess at the end of the year, and I will actually go through every week and see who was paying attention and who wasn't. And if guys are, you know, one foot out the door anyway, I'll give them the shove. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And that's one thing I will say about most of the leagues I've been in for fantasy football. The guys who, uh, and ladies, obviously, I'd say guys is a general overall term. Don't be offended. Um, we are a uh, a uh, non politically correct podcast. So yeah. So if you want PC, this is the wrong fucking place. <laughs> uh, but all the people who were in the leagues uh, have mostly paid attention, and those that haven't. The commissioner has always been really good about replacing them. Yeah, that's good. Which which I like. I don't like people who, who are there for the draft and then yeah. fuck off the rest of the time. Yeah. If, if that's the case, just come for the draft party and hang out. <laughs> yeah, drink beer, eat pizza. Yeah. Give compliments and shit talk. Like, cool. Like, yeah. you're more than welcome. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the draft is my favorite part. It's, it's I like... So when I do the baseball draft, because I got people all over the world, um, I will I don't put a timer on it. Yeah. If I unless I have to, so I try and keep it twenty four hour limit, and I will start the draft pretty close to the beginning of spring training. That way, guys have because I got friends that are in New Zealand, I got friends that are deployed, I got friends in every time zone in the U.S. Yeah. You know, I got people all over the world. And uh, it's just, for me, it's better people can do the research and it's a good time. And it's very hard to agree on, uh, you know, we're all going to get on fucking Yahoo at 8 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday and we're all going to draft. Yeah. Your um, poor buddy that's in New Zealand and he's up at that yeah. 3 a.m. Yeah, he's paying $15 for a beer because they're on an island and <laughs> life sucks for him anyway. Yeah. Uh, the the two-minute... Time limit online draft is my least favorite form. Yeah. In-person drafts are my favorite. Yeah. Those are the best. Yeah, because like you said, because then everybody's there in person and you can shit talk. That's like half the fun right there. It, it is. And and we put a clock up. Oh, yeah. And if you're getting close, everybody's screaming and people are freaking what out. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> if you don't go into it with a plan, yeah. sometimes you you know draft a guy who's definitely injured. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. Um. I know most of you guys probably feel the same way. The draft is the best part. Oh yeah. Um, scoring. Are you a PPR guy, or are you? Do you like PPR? Do you like half PPR? What's your favorite? I don't even know enough about the differences of them, really. The so PPR leagues, you get a point per reception. Okay. Uh, yeah, because there's some that's the PP, the points per reception, and there's some where it's points per yard. So like mo that. most will do. Most will do. This is just a general thing. It doesn't mean everybody does this, but most will do a point per ten yards. Yeah. Um, some leagues will do uh, like half points or even tenth of a point. Um, okay. Yeah. For like five yards, one yard, whatever. But uh, the biggest one is always: Are we going to be PPR? Are we going to do half PPR? How are we going to? Oh, okay. It? I I personally, I like half PPR. Is is my favorite. 
um, because it gives value to guys that are possession receivers, like uh, like like Wes Welker used to be. Yeah. Um, I would say Cooper Cup, but Cooper, Cooper Cup tears it up on yardage too. Yeah. But guy, guys who just catch a lot, but are like slot guys who are not probably going to run a deep route. They always run five yard outs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it kind of evens the playing field, but it doesn't overbalance the playing field to where those guys become more valuable. I because I like a deep threat. I like a Devonte. Well, Devonte Adams in in uh, Green Bay was a, a a BPR genius too. You know. Yeah. Because he caught a lot. But I mean, he's always a massive deep ball threat. Guys like Tyreek Hill who. You know, anytime he gets the ball, can take it to the house. Yeah, uh, but it balances it out for for me, in my opinion. That's one thing that's crazy too about uh, you talking about Brady a while ago. You know, Brady is a great quarterback, but he's really not that good of a fantasy quarterback usually because it, Rodgers is the same way, man. Like, it, I mean, I guess it too. It depends on your rules too, because like, because it depends on how much points you're getting for rushing yards and stuff like that. Because Brady's not going to scramble for yards. No. So if he has a 500-yard throwing game and throws five touchdowns, he'll, he'll put up some points. But if he's some guys are really good real-life quarterbacks, but shitty fantasy quarterbacks. Yeah. And some guys are fantasy gods. Yeah. Um, but like are good, whole... but are a terrible real-life quarterback. And a lot of and it comes down to tactics too. Sometimes, giving away trade secrets here, you want to get a quarterback that's on a shitty team. Yeah. Not because. He has a great team or anything. Obviously, he doesn't. But because he's going to be playing up from behind, and you know he's going to be throwing. Kirk Cousins, yeah, had some great games last year because he was playing from twenty behind, and yeah, he throw, had to throw. Yeah, throwing the ball every down, or in uh, really with the popularity of the dual threat quarterbacks that came out in the last few years, guys like too. Lamar, man. Yeah, I had him last year, and he did really well. He, I think he was hurt a few games last year. Well, that's the problem good. that you run into with a dual threat guy yeah. is is the league historically. You know, it doesn't mean it's 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 a it's a case by case thing, but it, predominantly guys will uh, have a huge year if they're a dual threat guy. Guys like a uh, a, a uh, what's his name? Fucking RG three. Yeah, the first like two years yeah. he was in the league. Kaepernick. Yeah. Who who have these monster years, and then the league figures them out, and then. Quarterback, sorry guys, I'm not a quarterback fan. You guys are pussies. You get hit too many times and you blow a fucking knee. Yeah. No offense, nothing. I don't mean anything bad by it, but it's it's just the way things are. Quarterbacks run first. Quarterbacks don't typically have long careers. No. So, That's one reason why I think Brady and even like Peyton Manning. He, Peyton Manning couldn't freaking move. He couldn't run yeah. hardly at all. But the drop back pocket passers usually end up having the longer careers. Yeah, it's just less physical abuse. You got. You know, five three hundred guys, three hundred pound guys blocking for you. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna get a brick wall. Yeah, but if you if you, you know, take a chance outside the wire, <laughs> and you're looking for a knee shot. Yeah, gonna get clipped. <laughs> and it sucks, but it's the way it is. But uh, no, Lamar is Lamar is a guy who I can say, he's a dual threat guy that I can see having a very long career. He is uh, because he is a legitimate. Dual threat. The guy can throw. Yeah, you know, in the open field, you're not going to tackle him. But uh, he's got a he's got a great arm, and he's he's football smart. Now, if you watch his Heisman speech, you're going to say the guy's probably not very smart. His Heisman speech <laughs> sucked. But, uh, but football yeah. wise, the guy's he's he's uh, he's great on a, on a team. I I like guys like Russell Wilson who were probably. A dual threat guy to start their career, yeah, and have kind of 
gravitated more towards the pass, you know. Yeah, just kind of as they they got a little bit older, a little bit slower, lost a step maybe here and there, or or just uh, uh, matured as they've grown up. Yeah, got, gotten to be smarter about it. You know, I, I I like watching that. It's a it's a career progression thing, and I liked RG three. I thought he was great at Baylor. Yeah, um, he had a very successful you know couple years when he first came out, but uh, and blew those knees out. Yeah, it's, it's tough to tough to come back. It's a, you know. That's that's one good thing too. Like if you're playing with, and uh, depending on what rules you're using, uh, you mentioned Rodgers, like it may not be the best fantasy quarterback ever, but he protects the ball though too. Uh, he doesn't yeah, he give doesn't a throw picks. He doesn't throw picks. He doesn't fumble. So if you're gonna if you're playing in a league that has that gives negative points for picks or fumbles, yeah. then you know finding somebody that good ball security. But that's the thing is is Rodgers could have a week where he throws 210 yards in a touchdown. Yeah. But the Packers win. Yeah. And in fantasy, that is gonna fuck you up. Yeah, that's like five points. <laughs> but in but in real life, like sometimes that's what you need yeah. to win a game. There's a there's one of this. I'll give away one of my strategies though too. Finding a kicker, you you find one that you know has a high percentage, but also like you're saying, maybe on a on a team that their offense isn't the greatest, and it, where you know up, he's gonna be taking 40, 50 yarders, and he's gonna be cooking a lot of field goals. Yeah, you know, like there's some uh, the Vikings uh, a few years ago, they. Their red zone offense was shit. shitty, and then, so they they kicked like a hundred field goals that season. Or Dan Carlson, yeah, <laughs> fucking the Raiders. Well, that, like I said, they have Devontae now, so who knows how that's yeah. going to turn out? But but last year, man, the Raiders were really good at getting to the thirty. Yeah, and then it was <laughs> okay, kick a field goal, bro. What are what are your thoughts on uh, in in on a defensive player? Do you like having a defense special teams, or do you like having a defense special teams and one, two, three defensive players that you pick. The it's kind of hard on defense, really, because I guess it depends on the rules that you're that you're using too. Because <clears throat> there's so many different specialties on defense. You know, like yeah, are you going to get points? For, you got linebackers. You got sack guys, like like DNs, and yeah. So like, are you going to get extra points for sacks, or are you going to are you going to pay? Are uh, you going to get points for each tackle? You know, because I might get a middle linebacker or something that's going to make a lot of tackles if I'm going to get their points off of that. But I, I do like the full team concept of, yeah. of the that way. You know, that way you can go off of points allowed, yards allowed as a, as a defense and kind of get your points off of that too. So that way, I'm I'm in two leagues. I'm in have no individual defensive players, IDPs. Okay, yeah. Uh, And two, well, one of them has one, and one of them has three. Yeah. And I actually, uh, I kind of like having one. I think three is too many. Yeah. Uh, But I like having one because, selfishly, I was a linebacker. Yeah. And I felt like uh, defensive guys didn't get enough credit. It's crazy because with my... With my defense that I was doing last year, it was, it was you had a team defense and you had three individual players. Yeah. You know, I would have a guy sitting on the bench and he would make 15 tackles that game. So then I'd put a him Bobby in. Wagner? Yeah. Yeah. And then you put him in the next week and he wouldn't do shit. So, like, you never know what they're going to do. Yeah. And, you know, they may key on that guy. Hey, he made 15 tackles last week, so we're going to run away from him. Well, <laughs> you know, see, the, that's why I gravitate towards linebackers. Yeah. And in, in, in as far as the IDP goes, Safeties, cornerbacks are going to get you better chances at picks. They're probably not going to make too many tackles. They're probably they rarely get a sack. 
Then you got guys like like Abosa, yeah, who who are probably going to get you know two sacks a game. You know, yeah. a few a few tackles, not a ton. Yeah, but probably not going to get you a pick. I like linebackers because they fucking get a shit ton of tackles. Once in a blue, they're good for a sack, and they have a decent shot at at a, at a pick. Yeah, because they they do drop into coverage enough. So I'm a big proponent of, on an IDP league. I love love linebackers. Yeah, that's that's usually what I gravitate towards too, just because usually you get your points from tackles. Yep. I, I, I agree, man. Wholeheartedly. It's just it's just uh, too consistent to walk away from. Yeah. Yeah, you're not you you know, the chances of a pick six, probably not the greatest. But uh, <laughs> man, uh, I'll I'll take I'll take guaranteed twelve tackles over two and a pick six twice a year. Yeah. Just just just, oh, just yeah. my my thing. Um, the revenue generated by uh, ad revenue generated by fantasy football league sponsorships is obscene. Now there's yeah. no way that the group of guys in New York thought this is going to take the world by storm. Yeah. Well, and, because back then too, like the internet wasn't even a thought at that point. Yeah. And, and then all the cable TV deals, satellite TV deals and stuff they do now, the NFL network didn't exist. Now, though, you've got, like you're saying, you got 60 million people watching these games to watch their fantasy football players. Yeah. Now you got all this ad revenue coming in. Yeah. Some estimates that I have read are over $5 billion, with a B, yeah. dollars in ad revenue generated in yeah. fantasy football. And it's, it's, it's exponential. It's going up every single year. And you think about, like you were talking about the draft parties, like all these different like sports-themed restaurants and stuff all host draft yeah. parties now. Yeah. And they have like the draft package where you know you get fifty wings and a, two buckets of beer or whatever yeah. for your. But then they, then they know people are going to come back each week though to watch the games and, yeah. and for their fantasy teams and stuff. So these restaurants, these uh, places like that that are catering to that type of yeah clientele, are, are seeing huge ad ad rev, uh, revenue increases as well. Yeah, it's and it's 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 a. Just a, an immensely huge popular thing. Yeah. F- fantasy football is the most popular fan thing in the world. Yeah. It, it, it just, like, I know soccer fans are fucking super loyal. Yeah. There's like fantasy soccer, it's it's there. It's not a huge thing. Did, I didn't even know if they had fantasy soccer. They do. They have, fan, they have fantasy NASCAR. I wouldn't even NASCAR, know where to start on that. They have fantasy golf. Yeah. They have fantasy, they have all these other things. And, uh, like I'm, I'm a huge fantasy baseball guy. I love baseball, <coughs> but fantasy football is like a billion times more popular than all these other things combined. Well, see, to me though, too, like in the, the, this year, uh, it was the first year I've played fantasy baseball, and the, I do like football. I think more in the, in the fact that you know there's only one game a week. Yeah. So you you can set your lineup, and. You know, you're but like then because you, you have like with baseball and then I played fantasy basketball last year and stuff too. But you have th- three or four or five games a week. The players might set out on certain days. Yeah. And, you know, you have to pay a lot closer attention to it. So, states' revenue off fantasy sports. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny. So Montana did do a thing which was cool. They did a state-sponsored uh, lottery fantasy football game and they quit doing it last year and I don't fucking know why because it was awesome where you would pick 
a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end, a kicker, and the defense special teams. Every week. Now, you didn't have to keep the same one. You could repick every week and go buy your ticket. Yeah. And they had a weekly winner. And my dad and I took third one time. And we played it for like five years. We took third one time. And I think we ended up splitting like $1,000. Oh, that's awesome. Which is, yeah, it's really cool. Um, but Montana is the only state that specifically prohibits online fantasy gambling. Uh, well, I know there's a lot of states that did prohibit it, and then they a lot of them changed their legislation to, because, really, revenue again. States are wanting their money, and that's and the thing. So, so Montana legalized sports books in casinos. Okay, but they specifically prohibit on prohibit online, online. fantasy gambling, which so I think is bullshit. Yeah, you have to. Uh, well, you have you be to, getting that VPN. That's what I was gonna say. You have the, <laughs> the VPN. Like, I would, man. CyberGhost. Yeah, you might be downloading the shit out of CyberGhost. <laughs> um, during the season, so I I work Sundays. You're off Sundays. Do you watch Red Zone? No, I don't. We need to trade days. <laughs> I, I love Red Zone, man. It is so exciting. It's almost fucking just. It's too much. Sometimes it's <laughs> overwhelming because you'll have like four split screen teams that are that are, you know, looking for a touchdown. Oh yeah. And that was that was directly attributable to the popularity of fantasy football. Yeah, that way you could watch the the multi games at one time. Yeah. Well now uh, Dish Network, have you seen their thing now they have? No, I've had Dish for since I lived in North Carolina. Uh, I don't have it either anymore, but I saw an ad for it, and it's they're like a football package they have now, where you can put a split screen up on your TV, and it's like eight different screens you can have going at one time, and you can watch. I mean, it could be anything. Like you can watch eight different movies or whatever. But they they market it. <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> they market it for like fantasy can, football and baseball. Watching can, The Hobbit over here. Because like they, over here got curling on. They include it with like their their NFL Sunday ticket yeah. thing, and then you can put up eight different football games at one time. Or, or God, that'd be overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing that interested me is uh, real NFL players' reaction to fantasy football. Oh yeah, they hate it for the most part. I'm sure some of them get a kick out of it, but like, it is true. Yeah, that that fans have now in the cities where these players call home yeah taken to personally like going after some of these guys well i've even seen some of those too uh some of the some of the games you got a player that's mic'd up or whatever and like a like a defensive lineman or something walking over to the running back hey man you gotta get your numbers up i've got you on my fantasy team <laughs> that's awesome yeah that is hilarious no i've been it, there's been twitter wars with fans I yeah mean, oh yeah uh, yeah, they they uh, go on there like because one guy, I think it was texted Kyler Murray on Twitter, said, "Hey, you just you let me down and fantasy." Yeah, he this said, week. "I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit about your fantasy." Yeah, team. I mean, like who wants to? <laughs> yeah, you know, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, fantasy football is never going away. No, and I think it's just going to keep big, getting bigger. They'll, they'll keep finding new ways to spin it and to come up with new rules, or the, the, especially the, the. Well, the thing is too is is it makes the NFL draft 
that much more fun to watch. Like I, I've always, I always like watching the draft anyway. Yeah. Um, I even I've gotten into I watched the combine. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of years I've watched the combine. Now that it's on the NFL Network, it's fun seeing where guys are going to go and try and predict what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a blast. Um, if you guys are not in the fantasy football league, if you're if football is not your thing. You don't even have to watch football. You could just be a stats nerd. Like I, I have a yeah. friend who uh, he never watched a game of football in his life, and he ended up winning the first league he was ever in. That's great. And well, it was just because. And it's actually, it's a good thing in a way because it takes away your prejudice. If you don't like a player just because he went to fucking Clemson or or yeah. Alabama or whatever, I'm not going to draft him. If you don't know any better, yeah. You could draft these guys, and they could really help your team out. And you don't even have to watch them; they're going to perform the same whether you're watching or not. And that's really—that's kind of how I based my draft this year on baseball because I haven't watched a lot of baseball lately, and I based it all off of stats. Yeah, Travis in the playoffs. I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm fighting for—I'm fighting for the last position last right position. now. It looks—it looks grim. <laughs> <laughs> but I had Tatis and Acuna. Okay. And they were both fucking crippled. Oh, and Tatis man. decided to cheat. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> anyway, I got fucked. No. Oh. Uh, guys, we hope you uh, enjoyed this. We, uh, I don't know. We we tried to move a little quicker and and yeah, keep, keep your interest. I know sometimes we get a little long winded, so we're trying our best to stay on topic and to maybe maybe keep it less than an hour. Hopefully, yeah. I haven't checked our time on this one yet, but but yeah, uh, we got we got we hope you appreciate our. Our, our work that we put into this and our episodes uh, be sure to leave a comment like and subscribe if you can and uh, let us know what you think let us know what you want us to cover next and if you guys uh, haven't done your draft yet good luck we appreciate it guys <laughs> we'll see you have a good one <laughs>